As we're approaching the new year, do you find yourself evaluating your career and trying to figure out if you're in the right job or on the right career path? Well, that is exactly what we're going to talk about today. You are listening to the Career Talk Straight Up No Chaser podcast, where I tell you how it is. I have blunt, transparent, honest conversations with you. Today is episode number 20, where we are going to be evaluating your career. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in. My passion truly is helping others and sharing my knowledge. So I made this podcast to help you as you progress throughout your career. The listeners of this podcast can now access the free Facebook community created for all of us to come together and support each other on our career journeys. If you simply head over to Facebook and enter the name of this podcast, Career Talk Straight Up No Chaser, and click join, or you can click the direct link in the episode description as well. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language, and after you finish this episode, if you're still trying to figure out how you feel about your career and if you're on the right track, check out episode number three, where we evaluate how you feel on Sunday nights, which can tell you a lot about how you're feeling about your job. Let's dive in. So as we get closer to the end of the year, this might be a time where you start to evaluate your career. And for some, it's really hard to know what your dream career is. And for some, it's really easy to figure out what your dream career is. And for others, it's a little bit more challenging. And once you've figured out what your dream career is, it's so important to evaluate that career and make sure it's going to be the best fit for you. Because oftentimes people pick a career and they're like, this is my dream career. This is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. This is what I love. This is what I'm passionate about. And they spend, I don't know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years busting their ass and they achieve this dream career and they're the VP or the C something or another of another department and they're not happy. Guys, that is, oh God, it's, it's literally heartbreaking to me. It breaks my heart when I hear people who are miserable in their jobs and it's a job and a career they've worked at their entire lives. Nobody wants to get close to retirement and realize everything they've worked for isn't at all what they want. My personal example is that I know when I first got into recruiting, I thought I wanted to be the VP of HR one day or have a a similar type of role. So I started evaluating that dream career. I realized through my research and talking with people, oh, hell no. Like, hell to the no, not at all what I want to do someday. It's just not. It's not for me. It's not who I am. And don't get me wrong, you guys, there's nothing wrong with that type of role. And there are so many people who would excel in that type of position. I'm just not one of them. My personality type is more aligned with entrepreneurship and I want to be able to make impacts on people's lives and one-on-one and truly help people. And... The level of impact I want to have on people personally is just not something I could achieve at the VP of HR level. Plus, being able to help people is just something that like fuels me. It's something that gets me really excited. It's something that will, you know, get me out of bed in the morning. And being an executive probably wouldn't do the same thing for me. It wouldn't fill my bucket. It would probably be something that would drain my bucket. So, you know, it's what it is. Okay, so I started evaluating my dream career and realized it wasn't for me. And I was 
able to avoid many, many years climbing this corporate ladder that when I got to the top, I would realize I was on the wrong damn ladder. Thank God. So today I want to share eight questions that you should be asking yourself when it comes to your career. So number one is, what is it? What is my dream career? Number two is, how will this make me feel? And this question used to drive me batshit crazy. Like, how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? Steph, how do you feel about this? I'm like, oh my God, stop asking me about my damn feelings. But it's so important to know. So in my example, right, when I think about VP of HR, it's not a job that fuels me. So I wouldn't feel excited about it. So asking yourself, how will this make me feel? is something I needed to answer. I used to think that my feelings didn't matter. And I used to think that I just needed to get shit done because I didn't have time to deal with my feelings. And in reality, what I've learned from this question is I actually save so much time. Because when you start to think about what fuels you and what makes you happy and what energizes you and what gets you excited, you start to get really laser focused on what exactly it is you want to do. That's number two. Number three is where am I at now? So using my example as a recruiter, that's where I'm at now. My goal was VP of HR. So where am I at now in a recruiting role? And number four leads perfectly into this is what skills and knowledge do I need to obtain? So number three is where am I at now? And number four is what skills do I need to learn to get to where I want to go, right? So how are we closing the skills gap? Number five is does this financially make sense? Now people say, Money doesn't buy happiness, but let me tell you what money can give you. Peace of mind, it can pay your bills, it can make get you a car that gets you from point A to point B, it can pay your rent or pay your mortgage, it can get you clothes, and it can buy you food. And all of that peace of mind can damn sure make people happy. So while money can't buy you happiness directly, you can't just go buy a bag of happy, but it can de-stress a lot of people, which directly relates to a lot of people's happiness. So while technically money can't buy happiness, I think when people say that it's kind of bullshit. Number six is can I accomplish this goal in my current job? Number seven is going to be talk to others in the role. And this is so important. Interview people who have your dream job. Reach out to them on LinkedIn. Most people would be more than happy to have a quick conversation. Approach them with honesty. Approach them with like a genuine interest in having a conversation. And then offer like, hey, if there's anything I can help you out with, or maybe if I have LinkedIn connections that I can, you know, get you in contact with, I'd be more than happy to. But this, you guys, this is everything. This is it. Like if you do none of these other things, I need you to do this one. Because so often, going back to what I said in the beginning, right? People bust their ass for years, sometimes decades to get to a job they hate. And if they had a a 10, 15, 20 minute conversation, if they bought somebody a beer or took somebody out for coffee, they could have avoided years of heading in the wrong direction. This is it, you guys. This is, this one is so important please don't skip this one. Ask them, what do they like about their job? What are their regrets? What are their challenges? Ask them, why did they pick the career? Ask them how long it took them to get there. And then ask them, what do they know now that they wish they would have known then when they started on this path? Ask them if they have any general advice. And number eight is other life goals. This one is huge too, guys. This one is often the most overlooked. 
So let's go to my example. Let's say I'm going to go be VP of HR one day. Executives put in a ton of hours. They work all the time. Very busy. They travel a lot. Let's also say I want to go be married with three, four, five kids. Am I going to be able to travel and work a ton of hours and be happy with my family life? Think about this. And sometimes the answer is yes. And don't feel guilty about that. If you work a lot and you love your job and you and your family have got that figured out, that is amazing. Do not feel guilty for loving your career and working a lot if you guys have it figured out. But on the flip side of that, if you want to be the one who's home every night, you're tucking the kids in, you're reading them their bedtime stories, you're kissing them goodnight, but you're going to be traveling 70, 80, 90% of the time if you do get your dream job, you see how your life goal isn't going to align with your career goal. So just, I need people to think about that more because this is, this is another one. People work several years, decades to get to that dream job. And then they're also achieving their personal goals, right? With their family. And they get to that point where they're like, oh shit, something is going to have to give. And it's a really shitty decision when it comes down to your family or your career. What do I have to give? It's better to know that now versus then. So those are my eight things, my eight questions, my eight points that I want you to think about as you're evaluating your career. And if you're one of those folks who have worked for years and decades to get to a job you hate, I also want to speak to you for a second and let you know it's not too late to change directions. And some of you are like, but Steph, but Steph, I'm in my 50s, I'm in my 60s. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Go do what makes you happy. Go be happy. Live your life the way you want to live your life. Live life on your own terms, right? No one says because you're 50 that or 50 or 60 or whatever, 40, some people in their 40s like, oh, it's too late. They're all dramatic about it. Stop. Stop it. It's not too late. If you're living and you're working, it's not too late to do something you love. Period. It may take a hell of a lot of work, but it's not too late. And I'd rather do a hell of a lot of work to get me to somewhere where I want to be than to sit in misery. Thank you guys. Bye-bye. I hope you found this information helpful and valuable. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I really do appreciate it. You can find more information in this episode show notes at findingthebestfit.com. And don't forget to join our Facebook group if you're interested in being part of a community that helps and supports one another on their career journeys. I have a favor to ask and I will be forever grateful if you could leave a review and rating for this podcast so other people can find us. Thank you so much and I hope you have a fantastic day.